0: You tell miners, coach, man. Good to see you again, man. How life is treating you, buddy?
1: AJR, hey, you know what? It's uh, you know life's good, man. I tell my guys every day, man. It's a great day to be alive, man. And uh, you know what? What we what we're enduring right now is, as a world, man. You got to be thankful for every single day and count your blessings, man
0: you got that right coach let ask you about go back to march man uh, my birthday march 11th everything kind of went crazy right and everything was just like turning upside down so how is it for your team and your staff and your seniors to deal with that knowing that hey basketball ended just like that you know and got to go back home and go learn from home now and not in that environment anymore how are gonna staff handle that for, for your young men especially your seniors as well who had to move on without having the proper send-off
1: Well, you know, uh, Jr. would both share something in common, man. You got a birthday in March. I got a birthday in March, man, as well, you know? And uh, no, you know what? Our season, you know, we got a chance. I think we were one of the last games actually to play uh, in postseason play in college basketball. Our tournament, the night that uh, the NBA shut down, you know, um, we played that last night as well. And, uh, um, you know, it, it, you know prior to that i remember going over on the bus and hearing about you know the test positives for i believe it was the jazz at that time yeah like, yeah they they, they had a uh, tested positive and uh there were going to be some ramifications obviously with the nba with that but uh we were on the way over to to, to our contest that night we played that night against marshall and in the next day literally all the college basketball came to a standstill in terms of Tournaments being canceled, uh, your season is abruptly over in terms of postseason play. There's no no NCAA tournament, you know, and I felt really bad for teams that had had great years. I mean, you look at what Anthony Grant did over at Dayton, he had, a, he had an outstanding year, one of the best seasons Dayton's ever had, you know, and and uh, probably would have made unbelievable noise in the NCAA tournament uh, as well. You know, you just feel for those kind of seasons where guys had, had great seasons. San Diego State had a had an unbelievable season. And, you know, you think about those seniors, you know, last year in postseason, didn't get a chance to compete, you know, and or even freshmen that were one and dones, you know, their college careers, they never got a chance to play in the NCAA tournament, you know, and so you feel for those, those student athletes that didn't get that opportunity because they're never going to get that back in their lives. It's going to be something that that, uh, they're going to always look back on and never have that experience, you know, and I know for us, we had just finished. We lost in that in that first round of the conference tournament, and now our guys usually would have a chance to come back to campus and kind of finish out a, you know, uh, finish out uh, prior to maybe spring break or something like that. If you're not in postseason play, now they're dispersed and they're at home and uh, with with no thought of possibly when to return, you know. And uh, and and as we well know, that went into the summer. You know, and obviously, you know, went into the first of the fall. Of uh, course, a little bit in terms of uh, virtual learning and and uh, just really trying to navigate through uh, a very trying situation with COVID-19.
0: Coach, how was it for your young men going from virtual learning to – been on campus I know for me coach I'm in person I can't deal with just some computer to myself I gotta have that interaction live with in person right so how is it for your young men having to go home into their own environments again learn from home not having academic advisors study halls you had on campus that were structured a certain way to help them so how is that for your assistant coaches and your, your academic advisors to make sure your young men kept the GPAs up high in spring semester there
1: well it was a huge adjustment for us obviously because guys are. Have- used to in-class interaction and uh, and also in, a, in a interaction with their, their tutors and, and study hall on campus at our academics uh, uh, center. Um, you know, we've got a great academic support program here. So they also adapted very well as well uh, in terms of being able to, you know, we've all uh, adjusted to a new norm in terms of what we're doing right now in terms of Zoom. I, I had no idea what Zoom was when we first Same started. Here. We had to quickly adapt to the technology piece, and uh, uh, and our student athletes did that likewise. I thought our academic uh, support program did that likewise. And, and really, I mean, they, they did a phenomenal job for us finishing up the spring, uh, and, and were very equipped and well prepared for the fall. Uh, we had one of our best semesters, really, in terms of the virtual piece. I thought our guys really adapted and adjusted to it, but I think a lot of the credit went to our academic support program in terms of still you know, being able to, Still have two situations with our guys via, you know, Zoom. You know, uh, still have our mentor meetings, still have our academic meetings, and things of that nature. There, so they really still stayed locked and tuned in with our guys. And uh, uh, my academic liaison on our staff did a really, really great job coordinating everything as well. Bryce, he does he does a great job in working with our guys. And uh, uh, so, you know, through that collaboration and, and and hard work, we had a really good semester, and we adapted to it. and we carried it over into the fall. Right now, it's not ideal because there are a lot of guys and student athletes that that uh, that learn better being in the classroom and having that interaction, um, you know, and everything. And you do miss that experience. You come to college to explore and Most meet definitely. new people and make lifelong friends, you know. And so, so guys are really missing out on that that, that aspect right now. But, but I, I, again, I think our academic support program did a great job and. Uh, you know our academic liaison with our staff here did a great job with our guys adapting and adjusting to what we have to do, and um, you know it's a challenge. It's not easy. You know what I mean because you know anytime you have have uh, you know that kind of disconnect where you don't have that interaction face to face, and you could have lines of communication breakdowns. But we've been managing it day to day. You know with our guys.
0: I <laughs> I hear that, man. I hear that, coach. And also, man, using that Zoom to keep their minds sharp is where why there's a home. I know there's a lot going on around the country, especially in Atlanta with the unrest racially and socially in the world and the pandemic. So I was using that to keep their minds. Sharp and not lift up negativity, bringing them down because they're young kids. So I'm in my thirties and I'm used to it, but I'm a, a older than they are. But they, 18, 20 years old, they ain't they ain't lived enough life like I have to deal with. And that's like, okay, this is life. How'd you kind of make sure, the young men i saying this is life, Am I, and it's bad, but it's life. How it will go for you the rest of your life here?
1: Sure. No, it, it gave us a time. You know, we got a chance. Obviously, as we adapted to the technology, this to spend time with our guys uh, away from us via Zoom. We. We tried to, to make a committed effort uh, in terms of staff-wise to be able to communicate with our guys at least twice a week, you know, and uh, prior to them not being on campus. And uh, the thing we really tried to do, we tried to have one 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 of those meetings, you know, and, and the, you really can't, the attention span can't be longer than an hour. So you need to get in and get out, but your message needs to be really good in terms of what you're trying to convey to the guys. But we would try to have a day where we would talk about some of the things that were going on in in, in our world right now, whether it was COVID nineteen and and uh, the protocol that we needed to try to adapt and adjust to, whether it was social unjust, we had some very uncomfortable conversations as a team that needed to be that needed to be that needed to be had, and I thought they were really good for our teams in terms of just getting a getting a chance to to further understand each other. We have international players, we have African American players, we have white players, you know, so just getting a chance to interact and have those conversations and, and, and talk about, hey, what are you feeling? How are you feeling right now about all the things that are happening right now uh, in our society and then more importantly, you know, how how can we how can we be a part of change, you know, and uh, how can we be activists and how can you continue to encourage your guys to be activists uh, in, in a positive way in terms of trying to trying to make change. But I always think in, as we got our guys even here to campus, I think in order to to to, to form change or be a part of change, I think you have to really understand your history. Sometimes we, we fully don't understand our history. And so we got back here and we watched a really good documentary. PBS had a really good documentary, um, you know, and uh, we got a chance to to, to see um, uh, Reconstruction, uh, you know, and, and it, it went all the way back to the Civil War and we went all the way through the whole deal in terms of why we have a lot of the social injustice or systemic uh, racism that we have right now, where did all that come from? how did that all you know rise, you know and 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 really again, how is it relevant to today and, and I thought the tbs uh, is a four series uh deal on the reconstruction, but I thought it did a nice job of really tying in you know the history to also black lives matter and what's going on right now currently in our society right now as well so Great, uh, great pu- uh, publication if you ever get a chance to see that. It's, it's really good. PBS did a good job with that. But our team watched that when we got back to campus. We, wow. we didn't watch all four hours at one time. We watched one episode at a time. Then we watched another episode at a time. We watched one a week. But I think, you know, again, and I said it all along, I think, you know, you have to continue to educate uh, young people uh, about our history. And, and the more you know about our history, uh, I think you're better equipped to deal with what we need to do to try
0: to make change. I think I'm lucky living in Atlanta. I get that blessing because I, like I got John Lewis, Martin Luther King, all these people. The Supervisor of the South is Atlanta. So I'm lucky. All that history sure. that those are learning about, I got to talk that from yay high to now. Being 33 years old, I was taught this for my whole life. So I was a coach. I'm excited to use my show to talk about this more and more this year because I wanted to use my platform. I got 1.1 million listeners from. Chattanooga to Macon, so I need to use this platform to educate my listeners about where, where what my life is outside of the radio. You know what I'm saying? Once I'm leaving the arena, so leaving the, the radio station, I'm just a black man in, in, Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, this is what I deal with when I'm off these airways. I'm out. I'm away out from, from these games. So that, that that process, coach, has been hard for my listeners. Some of them are very uncomfortable. But coach, I feel like it's some of them are seeing the light. there, there may be. I think a little bit more about what Jar goes through when he's not only entertaining us and giving us great interviews. That hey, he has a different life than we do.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, we, you know, you've got a great platform there, and, and and obviously you have a you have a duty to uh, to to be able to to continue to educate people about what's going on, not only from a professional standpoint, but also from a per- uh, personal standpoint. I mean, we actually live, you know, what we're talking about every single day, you know, and. Uh, our experiences that we've had in the past, I think it's always great to share with young people and, and, and also, uh, you know, help them continue to deal with, you know, how am I going to navigate through through society in terms of, um, you know, what I, what, what I may encounter and, uh, and be equipped to, to be able to deal with with any type of uh, systemic, you know, or, or for that matter, any kind of injustice that uh, that we have in society right
0: now. Now, Coach, how'd you go about keeping your young men healthy when they got back to campus? Because kind of ramp them back up. You only have a nagging groin, quad, hamstring, knee, ankle. So how'd you kind of kind of modulate that ramp up so they wouldn't go too hard too fast and not have something that you have nagging all year long?
1: Oh, no, JR, you're absolutely right. I mean, for us, when we did finally get our guys back in a normal year, we would have had our guys back, you know, 1st of July, you know, they would have been back in training and, you know, strength and conditioning doing some basketball activity as well. But you got to look at it, you know, the format for a lot of us this year in college basketball, you know, our guys for five months didn't get a chance to do anything. You know, they they didn't have access to gyms in a lot of places They had access to, to to places to get out and continue the basketball activity, you know, and, and I strongly encourage my guys to really, you know, buckle down on a, from an academic standpoint, to do really do it academically, you know, and, uh, you know we have plenty of time to get ourselves back in shape and, and back acclimated to basketball which which we did we when we got our guys back here i thought it was very important that we just did didn't throw them right in the fire and start trying to do a lot of you know up and down and this and that i was very very conscious about hey let's get these guys in there let's get them back into just getting used to first of all basketball movement and then, and then also getting in and working on their bodies first. Let's get some agility work done first. Okay, get them, you know, used to moving again. They haven't moved in five months. The worst thing you can do is go out and put a youngster out there in a, in a position where now he has a, 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 an opportunity to possibly injure himself, uh, you know, you know tear an ACL, you do something and when he's not ready for that movement, you know what I mean, and stuff. You know, it's my, may say he is, but his body's not physically. Yes ready for that because he hasn't been doing that so uh, we really tried to ease into it in terms of you know our strength and conditioning our agility you know just basic basketball movement before we I mean we didn't do contact for probably a month you know and stuff because I didn't want I didn't want any of the contact I want to guys to just get used to moving and, uh, and just basketball uh, activities again.
0: Now, Coach Ford's putting stuff in. How that go? You know, limited practice time and you know, up and down. would kind of keep that guys not getting COVID? So, how was it trying to put put in your offense and defense and not overload them too much, too fast as well? On that end, knowing she didn't have them to maybe use them to very say, "Hey, we're going to do it this way, this way, can this way." You know, so how was that for you guys as well?
1: Well, we we had a we we had a we had a few new guys that we needed to get acclimated to how we're how we're doing things from a basketball standpoint academic standpoint and just getting them acclimated in general to our program uh and things of that nature there but uh you know i thought again we we really tried to start with skill development first and then we started trying to implement things five on five whether it was something offensively whether it was something defensively we tried to uh to to do that, but, uh, you know, we really, you know, we had, we end up having more time than you really thought, you know, as the season got pushed back, Mm -hmm. we we had a lot of time to get our guys acclimated to things that we wanted to do from a a system standpoint and things of that nature there. And, you know, I I think we had about, I want to say about 17 weeks prior to our first ball game, you know, and everything, you know, in, in a normal year, you know, you don't have that length of time where you're just practice, practice, practice. I think after a while, our guys were, were ready to just see anybody in a different jersey <laughs> yes. and have an opportunity to have some type of outside competition, you know, outside of, outside of your team. So, um, you know, we got a chance to, to really, you know, implement a lot of things and put things in and, and really try to work in and early in the year to try to get better with details of what you were trying to do.
0: How's the games been for you so far? I'm just going to get you guys activated to your system, playing a real game for you. So how's that been as you guys play these games here, not knowing you're going to play some nights, could be canceled, postponed. So keeping the guys sharp and flexible as well. How's that been as you're getting ready to play these games here as you try trying to get something in before you get in the country, and say, play here real soon?
1: I think my staff and, and, and myself and even my training staff has done a great job. we really trying to educate our guys, you know, the importance of, and we even said it back prior to coming to campus, it's going to be a year unlike any year. Uh, being a student-athlete, where well, you were going to have to be extremely disciplined in terms of uh, following the protocol, uh, in terms of wearing your mask, social distance, keeping your hands clean, really kind of just standing in a bubble uh, with just your teammates, you know, and, and and things of that nature. There, or if you did, put, if you put yourself in a in a position, you knew the consequences of of uh, high-risk activities. You know, you know, it's not a year where we're going to, you know, be able to move around campus or try to go to parties and things of that nature. You're not going to be able to do that, but We've had really good testing protocol here. You know, as we've gotten into the season, you know, we're, we're testing three times a week. But prior to that, we were testing one time a week, you know, and I, I say kudos to my guys in terms of, you know, not complaining. I mean, we used, we often have to get up early at 7 a.m. to get our testing done uh, for the day to be able to get our results back before we start practice that day to, to make sure that we're keeping everybody safe and, uh, and, uh, and, and in good standing in that regards and stuff. So they've done a great job of adapting and adjusting that aspect of it. But, um, you know, in normal year, you would have played, you know, an exhibition game, a controlled scrimmage, and then you have a regular game, you know, but this year, you know, you didn't have the luxury of doing that. You had to go, you know, right into a regular game. And for a lot of us, you know, we're still kind of playing our way into the season right now. You know, we've, we've had a chance to play three games right now and, you uh, you know, in a normal year, you would have already played about six, seven ball games to this point right now. So you're still, you know, getting a feel for your team. You're still getting chemistry, and, and you're still trying to keep your guys uh, healthy as well and everything. You know, and from a scheduling standpoint, you know, you really you have to try to look at, you know, trying to stay regional. You know what I mean? And uh, I know we have. I mean, we've got a lot of great programs in our region, whether it's Arizona, Arizona State, Texas Tech, uh, New Mexico State, New Mexico. You know, so. We really try to narrow it down and say, man, if we can just stay in our region and play against regional competition without having to have commercial airfare and coming in or exposing ourselves to to, to situations, then, you know, we want to be able to be on a direct flight or, or possibly just, you know, on a bus ride, you know, just to keep our guys safe and healthy and try to have an opportunity to get to
0: games. Your conferences are so expansive, you know. You can, it's like from Texas up to Virginia and down to Florida, man. So like you guys have a you really call say for real because you all spread the country. So so how is the, so I, I mean I know you got to play the back to backs uh on the road and home. So how you gonna try to play for those with your guys making sure you get the good scouts and good preparation for those teams. But same time you can't really adjust that second night the way you, way you want to have the guys have some rest and recovery out there first night of play there.
1: No, I, I think you're spot on in that, and you know, we're, we're Conference USA for a reason. We, we, we span the whole country in terms of our league, um, you know, and uh, with us being, you know, probably one of the farthest places to get to and, get in, and to get to different places as well and everything in our conference. But uh, I thought our conference did a great job, just like a lot of conferences around the country, adapting to what we're actually trying to to play through a pandemic. Uh, in terms of trying to keep our student-athletes safe, and what's going to be the best opportunity for them to be able to do that, and they, they they arrived at saying, hey, you know what? If we're able to keep a team in a location for two straight games, uh, we're, we're more than more we're more inclined probably to get those games in, you know, because you know you're going to have testing protocol prior to leaving campus, and once you leave, that that group you know has left and they hopefully tested negative, and you got everybody in that party, so. If you keep everybody in that bubble for that weekend playing games, then, then you're more than likely going to be able to, to get those games in as opposed to coming back to campus, you know, and playing a different team, coming from somewhere else and everything. So it's really a smart decision to try to do that, to, to try to have a conference season and everything. So, you know, again, I think with the mindset, we're, we're, we're working with, uh, with young people that are, you know, sometimes 17, 18, 19, all the way up to 22, 23 years old, you know, you feel like, and I always, you know, kid our guys all the time about, man, you guys should be to run every day. You know what I mean, and everything. So, you know, uh, um, you have to condition yourself, and I think it's a mindset in terms of saying, hey, you know what, you know, we're playing back to back, but we've got to want to be the best back to back playing team in the country in terms of what we do, and never look at it as a as a crutch or an excuse.
0: What I got for you, coach, Lee, is what's been your quarantine hobby? Mine has been playing the guitar. So, what's been your hobby? You're doing the quarantine. man? I'm trying, to learn, I'm trying to be like Bob Dylan, man. I'm trying to be like Bob Marley, man. I'm trying to do something good. Tell me, what's your hobby, been coach?
1: Man, I tell you what, you know, I I haven't really had a per se a hobby, but I, I you know what? I, I did embark on buying a, a a second home, and that's taken and, I, and I've kind of taken on the challenge of that second home to to do some a lot of construction and, uh, and I haven't really embarked on that in, in, in terms of when you try to go in somewhere and you, you, you have a lot of demolition and things of that nature there and you're working with some independent contractors and things of that nature there so it's been a that's been a handful right there and stuff and a very educational experience uh along the way and stuff but uh uh that's kind of that's kind of what I've done I you know I haven't been hands on myself in terms of the hand work part of it but but I've kind of Help manage that, and I've had other people help me try to manage that as well. So that's taken a lot of time, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, I need to just work around his house here, but man, I just don't wanna do it, man. I going to get on my guitar, go shoot hoops in my backyard, and walk around the neighborhood. I haven't quite developed the handyman skill yet. I always pay somebody to do it for me.
1: <laughs> but you, you know, Jay, a lot of people did pick up. You know, uh, you, you'd be you would be uh, amazed. You know, when you talk about essential travel and just really trying to just Let's go to the grocery store and, and cut down on on where you needed to go. The places that were really packed. You go to a Lowe's, you go to a Home Depot. Well, the places are jam packed because you got everybody working on home projects. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. <laughs> Let's get some things done right now while we can. We're at home, so you know that that was very surprising as we we you know embarked on this this COVID situation. Man, you go to Lowe's and you think you're not going to be packed. Lows is packed as WalMart. You know what I <laughs> mean? You got
0: there right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know when my one every my house, I got a Lowe's, I got a WalMart, the same, the same plaza. I'm like, you yeah, they always packed both of them, just packed to the rim. I'm like, man, y'all, y'all, joke is really building stuff out here. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: right. That's right.
0: Hey, Coach, thank you for your time as always, man. Good to see you, man. Hope to see you soon, man. If you're a Western or UAB or or middle, let me know, man. I'll try to come up and see you guys, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Jar. thanks for having me, man. And uh, again, man, try to stay safe, man. We're in a trying time with, with COVID and, and, and the pandemic, man. But this too shall pass, man. So stay strong, stay strong in your faith, man, and uh, continue to push forward, buddy.
0: Anytime, Coach, you would do the same, but I'll talk to you real soon now. Okay, J.R.